episode one, three, two. One, three, two. If you uh, reverse the two and put one, two, three, that's the number, you know, everyone counts down with. But we switched it. You know, some people are a little um, dyslexic. You know, they, they switch numbers around and stuff, and that's okay. You know, dyslexia is one thing that could um, definitely hinder your ability to read. Um, if you don't know what dyslexia is, I just kind of defined it. Um, definitely, you know, hurts you a little bit when you uh, when you try to read. And uh, if you're dyslexic, you know, I love you a little extra. Um, but yeah, we are here episode 132 here with the headband and the color black. I've been watching the, the Adams family, um, show with my girlfriend and that's on Netflix. If you guys want to go check that out, it's about Wednesday, the little, the, the, the daughter of the Adams family. And she was sent away to, you know, do her own thing. And she didn't like that. And that, it's kind of like the plot of what happens with her. I've been watching some other shows. I tried to watch the HBO Hard Knocks of the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm not a Cardinals fan. I know my guys at YAF are probably uh, probably watching HBO Hard Knocks on repeat all the time. Um, I know Dell um, and Adrian. You know they probably have watch parties for HBO Hard Knocks, and they act like they don't know what's going to happen when they probably do. Yeah, that's probably what they do. They probably go and uh, I don't know, get some wings and bring them back to the place and uh and watch hard knocks that's just their days i feel like you know hopefully those guys are doing good yf is like in their final episode so yo let's uh meet up for you guys final episodes invite me back on ready to bring some hot takes some uh toxicity to the pod um yo i gotta talk to you guys about a certain type of food i was uh at the grocery store you know that's where most of my you know, most of my days consist of during like finals week and work, you know, I go there, get some food. And the reason I went to the grocery store was because, um, you know, when you're just looking on DoorDash and you're looking at these places to eat and you don't know what to get. And then you start arguing with your significant other. You start going, Hey, I want to get Mexican there. I got it. We just had Mexican. You're like, okay, well, this is a different Mexican restaurant. Well, I don't want Mexican. Okay. How about Chinese? It's too greasy. How about, you know, a burger again, too greasy. Then I don't know what we get. You know, I don't want to go get a salad from somewhere, you know, because I can go make one. So I go to the grocery store, and uh, there's this big fruit. It's like a plumello. That's what they call it. It's like this big green-looking thing, almost like a big grapefruit. It's like a grapefruit, and uh, a coconut had like a... They adopted somebody, but they didn't... They wanted the adopted fruit to kind of look like them, so they adopted this plumello. And... Because then they wouldn't have to tell the plumello, you know, that they're adopted to a little bit later because they're going to be thinking about it their whole life. Um, anyway, this plumello thing, I haven't tried it yet, but I definitely, you know, if you guys ever see a plumello, go try one. They're kind of expensive, though. Um, got up to the grocery store line and it was like twelve ninety nine. So this plumello better be good. Um, but anyways, went grocery shopping, got some good stuff and um, 
came back and I was looking at all of our um, canned goods. You know, people have canned goods in their, their pantry. They go bad. And I didn't really believe so. So there was this can of olives, the can of black olives in my pantry. And um, I was just actually enjoying them. Poured them out, poured out the olive juice into the, the sink. And um, it was like a race to who could eat them, me and my girlfriend. And she was like, like I was just eating them so fast just to see what she would say. So I grabbed them and like just ate like six of them without even thinking, like super quick. And they tasted funny. They tasted like gasoline. These like little black olives taste like gasoline. And I looked at the can and they were like two years old. And I was like, damn. And you know when like you, you smell something bad, you taste something bad, you always want someone to join you in that, you know? I had this bad olive. I'm like, hey, try some of this. And everyone's like, no, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want to smell that. I don't know what that like camaraderie is or you want someone to go with it with you, you know, go through it is with you. You know, you do the hot chip challenge. You, you got to do it too. I sniffed it. You got to smell it too. I ate it. You have to try it too. You know, there's always that like, oh man, that was always something going on in uh, native tournaments. Someone would get like a bad Gatorade. I remember we went to this, um, I think it was a gas station in Tahola and it was a tournament we were playing in. Um, I actually got in and got in some, I got a couple buckets, a couple minutes in there. And, uh, but we went into the, the store and we had this guy Paco on our team and you know, you don't gotta, we don't gotta play the ethnicity game or nothing, but you know, Paco was a uh, guy who tended to like, uh, Mexican restaurants when he's choosing. If that, if you, if you get what I'm saying at that point, anyway, Paco was like, yo, I want to get the cucumber Gatorade. No one ever has it, but they have it here. I'm going to get it. And we we're like, okay, cool. Nice. I'm going to get red or blue. Cause that's usually the staple pick when you get Gatorade. It's like, I'm going to get the red or the blue, sometimes lemon. That's about it. You know, that's usually the, the range that you go with it with Gatorade. And, um, all of a sudden Paco's like, yo, this is bomb, you know? And I, I didn't even think anything of it, you know? Paco loves the lime the lime Gatorade. All right, cool, good for him. One of my other buddies tried it. Yo, this sucks, man. This this tastes bad. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, let me try it, you know? Like, whenever there's that, like, badness in something, you're like, well, I got it. Let me see. You know, you're, like, more intrigued. But if someone says it's good, you're kind of like, nice, you know? I like mine, man. Gatorade's Gatorade. That lime Gatorade, though, Something about it. It's got that little uh, little breath mint type taste. And sometimes you get good breath mints. Sometimes you get bad ones. And that was a bad one for sure. But yeah, speaking of native attorneys, you know, that's that's where people go and hang out. You know, sometimes, you know, there was ceremonies and there's festivals and there's concerts. and You know, there's uh, powwows. There's canoe journeys. And then there's native tournaments. There's like all different types of gatherings. But the native tournament brings us, you know, native basketball tournaments bring a certain type, a certain type, just like how everything else brings a certain type of person. And um, what's funny is like you say, hey, I want to go to a tournament. Everyone wants to caravan with you all of a sudden. It's like, all right, well, I guess everyone's riding with me. You know, yeah, I got uh, 
this guy's riding with me, his uh, his uncle, you know, he needs a ride actually over the mountain, so he's going to come with us too. We're going to drop him off off on the way, and we got two guys with us coming, they're going to meet us, and we're going to pick them up at their aunties or their grandmas. All right, well, I'm down. And uh, everyone always trying to, like, pick me up first so you can get shotgun, you know? And um, that was the thing, man. I'd always get like, oh, well, I'm the biggest, I'm going to sit in the front. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. So I'd always end up getting in the middle. But you know what? I started taking a stand eventually. But um, we're not there right now. Um, where we are right now in the story is talking about um, just Native tournaments in general. So, you know, so when they go to these places, a lot of the tournaments that you go to, these basketball tournaments, are smaller areas most of the time. You know, they have one or two gyms maybe. And if you go to a nice res, they have multiple gyms. And um, so people go and get hotels. And then hotels sell out instantly native tournaments. So if you think you're going to get a hotel like on the weekend of the tournament and you don't have it in advance, it's not happening. You're going to end up staying at some grandma's house, some auntie's house. Or you have to crash somewhere at a party or something. That's the only way you're going to really do it. But, you know, as soon as the squad hears you got a place to stay, dude, everyone is staying. You got a hotel room somehow because you booked the hotel room two weeks in advance. You have seven people in there by the end of the night. I guarantee you. You know, you got people cuddling up. You got people, like, reversing on the bed and stuff. You got uh, you got people, uh, what else, laying on the ground. People on the couch, sometimes on the coffee table. And a lot of people, oh, what, what do you mean by reversed on the bed? Come on, you guys know what that is. It's like some guys, some guys' heads on the, the bottom of the bed, and some guys is on the top, and they face it different ways, and that's how they go to sleep. Or if they don't want to do that because that start, started like, you know, people are like, I don't want to lay in the same bed as you. They would actually just, one person would get the bed, and then usually the guy who paid for it and then the next one goes whoever paid next and then the next goes the best player i i just feel like that's how it goes um yeah so i always try to make sure i pitched in to get a spot um but um other than that that is that's some serious stuff right there man do you mean you go to a tournament and you don't got a place to stay you start asking everybody you know mutual friends you'll start staying at their hotel rooms if you hear they have a room that's where it, that's where it's at because nobody wants to drive back four hours to just go stay at home and then wake up in the morning and play at 9 a.m. It's not going to happen. You know, maybe if you won the first two games and you get that little bye week and you get like, you don't play the next day till like Saturday at 6, maybe, you know, like, oh, it's not that bad of a drive. Um, I'll go do it. Some people are road dogs, man. Some people will just be like, oh, I'll be back at 9 and they and they show up. But most of the time they don't. Especially if they hear, it's like, all right, is this team going to be easy? All right, you guys got it, you know? Then you lose, and then they get more mad. And then that's like, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? So the semi-good player at a native tournament, you know, you win two games, and they go, all right, I'm going to go back home until we play again. We play in the morning, but I think you guys could take them. I'll see you guys at five when we play again whose fault is it when they lose is it the guy who said i'll be back by five when you guys win the game who assumed they would win the game or is it the team that just took the l because there's two sides of this there's the side of well he shouldn't have abandoned his teammates if that's his team he would have just stayed and won it with them 
And then there's the other side of, well, that's who showed up and they got to play. They should have just won anyway. I don't really know what side I'm on. So if you guys think about what side you're on, let me know on the hotline, 425-320-3641. And that is, uh, that's something you guys can always kind of remember. You know, native tournaments and what goes down there. What are people wearing, you know? There's a lot of things going on. There's people wearing uh, bandanas on their head still. People got the memorial arm sleeve too. That's that's a staple at the tournaments. You know, you got the oversized uh, shorts, Pendleton, you know, off-brand Pendleton, uh, large, of course. And then they're wearing um, their MVP from two tournaments ago because the last tournament they did was, you know, COVID. So that's that's kind of the updated thing that's going on. Um, yeah, man, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back here talking. Um, life has been getting in the way. You know, holidays are, you know, that's something. Holidays. Some people may say, hey, Dom, I, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Halloween because, you know, the devil. I don't celebrate this because of Christianity. I don't celebrate this because of Hanukkah or I'm a Jew. Okay, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about how this time of year is flooded with holidays. And why is this time of year flooded with holidays? Because this time of year is dark and cold, bro. You got to cheer it up somehow. You know, some guy said, man, yeah, Christmas is just dark. It's cold. You know, we can get together, have a good meal, and uh, let's light up the place because it's so damn dark. And, you know, that's where Christmas lights came from, I think. That's the creation story of Christmas, I think. There's obviously the church version, but uh, that's my version. Um and then Halloween was like, you know, we need a time of year to, like, be who we want to be. And then they capitalize on that. I guess Halloween is actually one of the most um, commercialized holidays. It makes the most money out of all the holidays. Some would be like, how is how in the heck is it beating Christmas? That's what I saw. I'm going to look this up real quick. Most profitable holidays. Let's see here. I got to move this mic. Most profitable holidays in america sorry um actually i'm wrong major holiday spending statistics easter the fourth of july thanksgiving christmas and new year's are some of the biggest festive holidays in the u.s around the world people spend huge monies amount or amount of monies during these times on gifts food and travel which u.s holiday makes the most sales in the u.s okay here we go this is going to be a surprise. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I'm 100% wrong. I lose. Okay, Christmas has <laughs> um, $7.18 billion are spent during Christmas. And on Halloween, it is eight. So I was 100% wrong on that. Yeah, it's Christmas and Thanksgiving. I thought it was Halloween, man. I really thought Halloween was the most money spent, like, there's a lot of candy, but I guess candy's cheap compared to like iPhones and people getting iPads for their kids because they don't want to watch them or, you know, what is the craziest gift you got for Christmas, man? I know someone's, I know definitely someone's gotten some coal. But yeah, I guess, you know, like Halloween. Yeah, big L, common Dom L there. Um, what else? Uh, what, else uh, what else have I been doing? Um, I fell into the Spotify rap trap. Um I, I posted my Spotify wrapped. It was just Silk Sonic. And um, I really thought people would say something. And one person did, my cousin Justice. So shout out to him. Um, he did comment on that. And that was a uh, shout out to him. Um, 
but what else have I been doing? There's other things we like to do besides podcasting, by, besides not going to the gym sometimes because I don't go all the time. And there's also something I've been doing. What is that? I've been actually learning form line designs for Kosalish artwork. Yes, so I just think it's really cool. I just always wanted to learn how to draw. And um, this is actually a good story because my Uncle Juju is one of the most talented artists I know. Same with my cousin Dion. I have another cousin, Jared Zakus, who's really talented. Um, my Nana, of course, is talented. Um, they're like artists, like actually. And um, my Uncle Juju was working on this really like big piece, and he had Sharpies, and he had protractors and white lines and really crisp-looking design. And I walked in, and everyone was just kind of walking around him, and he was doing his thing. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. And he offered me the piece and he's like, well, let me frame it next time I get it to you. And then um, I don't know where the piece went, but he was working on this other one. Like it was still, he was still working on it. I was like, oh, who are you working that, work, um, working on that for uncle? And he's like, oh, this person needs this for this. And man, I was like, man, I'd love to draw like that one day. And he's like, you can. Like dead serious. He's all, here's a pen. And I, I didn't take him up on it on that moment. I was like, no, no, not not right now. And he's like, okay, you know, didn't even push it, didn't even. But he told me a story, and I hope I don't butcher this too much. Um, him and his grandpa, kind of the same situation. And um, he's like, wow, I'd love to learn like that. And his grandpa said, hey, sit there and draw. And then he's all, don't look at what I'm doing. Do what you're doing. You know, whatever you write is, you know, Kosalish, and that's who you are. I could be, this might be the part where I'm kind of butchering it, but, um, he really shared a really cool story. So I, I've been, uh, looking at some books and designs and stuff, get trying to get inspiration from it. And, um, I noticed when I copy a design, it looks great. But when I do it without like actually looking at art or looking at something to trace, it's who I am. As long as I know the fundamental designs and the artwork of it, um, it makes it look good. You know, the shapes and to your region and stuff like that. Because there's ovoids. There's like definitely a lot of versions of ovoids. That's basically what it comes down to is these ovoids. So I've been drawing these houses with a little tiny roof and then like making an ovoid and then erasing the lines. And that's been helping me draw it. And then I draw like a... I'm trying to actually design... Um, a really cool design for the merch one day, but I haven't really got there and I don't want to just put something out there because if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so that's something I've been really um, excited to do. Um, I've been thinking about like posting that to the story every time I draw one. I've been trying to do a drawing a day and just keeping my mind occupied by it. Um, what do you do like every, um, every day to try to keep you sane? I know some people like to read workout. I know people like to go to school. I know people like their job. Um, yeah, so there's like other things like that too, as well, that definitely come to mind. Um, but yeah, sports have been, um, keeping my mind busy, mainly this form line in school been really occupying me. Um, I have this group work I've actually been doing with some teammates and let me just say group work is group work, man. Nobody's ever going to get group work, right? You're never going to get a perfect teammate. Sometimes you just got to be the better person and finish that extra slide, you know? That's what I've learned. Um, I went to um, went to the mall too this last Saturday, and I got uh, that's another thing too. This might be gross. P- 
PG-13 for some of you guys. So if you guys are kind of sensitive to that kind of stuff, you guys can go ahead and turn this or skip 30 seconds. If you're a dude, man, get some fucking new underwear. I, I hate to swear at you like that, but honestly, you got holes in them, dude. There's nothing, you know, nothing cheesier than when you're like, I don't know. Say you're like in a relationship. You're meeting somebody. I don't care if it's a a girl or a guy or whatever, you know, gender you identify with and you got holes in your underwear. Dude, come on. You got to get some, you know, new one. Get a new pack. You can get a pack of three and then you could kind of cycle through those ones too. Just throw them in the rotation. I'm not telling you to throw out all your whole underwear if you like them. You know, you like your holes in the underwear, whatever. I'm not telling you to throw them away. But I'm telling you to at least get some new ones in the rotation. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you, man. I'm trying to keep you hygienic here. You know, trim your nails and uh, buy some new underwear and then make sure you floss your teeth. That's it. That's all you really need. Oh, well, you know, uh, hygiene's hard for me. It shouldn't be. Hygiene should be the easiest thing you know at this point. Hygiene is showering, brushing your teeth, sometimes flossing. I'm not asking you to floss, but I'm telling you, it definitely helps. Don't have underwear with holes in them, and just clean your clothes. I'm not even telling you to iron them. You know, that's it. That's really all you need if you just want to be a norm, like, just that guy and you know i'm gonna get the whole well what if you can't shower and you what if i you know i have a allergic reaction to crest i'm then you work around those you know oh you're you're telling me to go shower i don't even have a shower you get a membership at the y i don't want to hear the i can't get a job either unless you know you have a you know criminal history you have a disability and it's hard for you to do those things. Okay, I'm not making, I'm not, but I'm talking to these regular guys out there who are posting, why doesn't anyone pay attention? Why don't girls like me? Do you do those six things at least? I'm telling you, man, I feel like girl standards aren't that high right now. There was this video, I think I've, I've quoted this many times. Um, Some guy went up to like girls in this university. He's like, okay, what is a guy or what is uh, what do you want in a guy? The girl goes, mm. she she thought really hard about this too. Um, you know, someone who's funny, clean. That's it. Learn occasional couple jokes. Remember, remember maybe remember a couple movie lines and be clean. And that's that's all you need, man. Like, I I'm tired of hearing no floss or brush your teeth, floss, shower, wear clean clothes, get rid of the holes in your underwear, and you'll be good, dude. that's all you need and then wear deodorant yeah there it is right there i'm gonna list them one more time for you guys so get a pen get a pencil whatever you need to do get your note app out this is all you need to do to be just a regular dude and just have good hygiene brush your teeth deodorant floss maybe clean clothes get rid of the underwear with holes in them that's all you need to do and you will be clean in someone else's eyes. And you might get a potential mate from it. I don't know. But those things are definitely going to help. They're going to they're gonna help your mood too. You're going to feel clean. You're going to feel you're gonna feel good. Because there's, there's, when you brush your teeth, man, there's still gunk in there. 
So get that floss, man. I, I like the regular floss, you know, and then you wrap it around your finger and you get in there, you know. Some people like the ones where you just hold them, the little ones, but not me. I like the floss thing, man. And then you wash your hands after, wash your face, you know, because sometimes you floss and you get your lip, side of your lip. You don't want that stuff hanging out right there. Yeah, this that this ain't a hygiene channel, but this is me caring for, you know, um, guys, hygiene, girls, hygiene, whoever, you know, this also applies to women too. No, no holes in your underwear, I guess, you know, floss your, it works for anyone. It could work for a damn dog. Come on, dude, brush your teeth. You know, some dogs get their teeth brushed. Some dogs need to floss. Some dogs need the greeny treats that clean their teeth. Some dogs need to bathe. Some dogs need to, um, what else do they do? Um, I guess they don't really worry about underwear. You know, I guess I should say, and then wearing clean clothes. So dogs get an easy little pass there. Dogs don't got to worry about clean clothes or underwear. You have two extra things than a dog would need to do. Brush your teeth. Floss your teeth. Wear clean clothes. Wear deodorant. No holes in the underwear. <laughs> I, I I can't keep, you know, going about this anymore but um what else going on oh yeah i was talking to my buddy jess and he was actually talking about bandanas at native tournaments and if you're a native hooper native baller um there's a plethora of things to choose to wear at a game you know you got the guys who are wearing the the white tank top wife beater look you got guys wearing the baggy tank top that don't fit them with number like 78 on the back then you got the guy with the bandana and the memorial arm sleeve. You know, that's just that special tribute right there. That's like at least plus five, you know, um, plus five to the rebounding stat. And then uh, what else is there? What is the craziest combo you've seen at a native tournament? Like the funniest thing you've seen someone wear? 425-320-3641. You know who to call, when to call, and what number to call. Um yeah, other than that, man, nothing much been going on in the life. Uh, just trying to keep my hygiene up, trying to uh, do good things for other people, myself included. Remember that this holiday season. Remember to do something for yourself. Going to be buying a lot of gifts for people. Been doing a lot of stuff. Maybe stop by that store and get that, uh, you know, Topo Chico seltzer water for yourself or uh, Starbucks maybe. Cinnabon, you know, I'm thinking about things in the mall, maybe stop by, get a pretzel if you're going to get someone, um, something from Lush, you know, you're going to get a bath bomb for your girlfriend, wouldn't be a bad idea to get a pretzel for yourself too, remember self-care, self-care, or maybe go get uh, something else at the mall, treat yourself, man, yeah, I'm all for that, I'm all for a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff like that. Anyways, too, I want to actually let you guys know there's a lot of other things in life other than negativity. So remember, uh, try to be a little bit more positive. I'm trying because I definitely find my way to complain all the time. And I wanted to share one more word with you guys because I always like to share a shoot seed word with you guys. And I apologize I don't have the microphone set up. But I will input it into the sound. I just want to talk about the color gray. One of my favorite colors um, gray is one of those good colors you can match with it basically anything. So, Shoke Bill. Shoke Kill. Shoke Bill. Shoke 
kill. Let's do it one more time. Shok il is how you say gray. So if you guys are wondering what what gray means in Lashutzid, shok il. That's how you say it. You know, incorporate that into your dictionary, into your uh, what else is you know the dictionary, your vocabulary. Shok il is how you say gray. I don't got anything gray on me. Um, I think uh, does this ha- have a little gray on it? I don't know. But anyway, you know, let's, let's end the show with this hat on. Um, but yeah, we, um, we're here, man. I'm proud to say it. And um, I will see you guys next week. Um, I will try to get better at uh, the... I was just been a little swamp of finals. Other than that, I'm still going to be here. I'm still your captain, your uh, co-pilot, I should say. And uh, other than that, we, we out, man. Thanks so much. Hoyt. Hoyt.